0: And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Heart Singers, Aloha Addie in the house. I am actually recording while sitting on the beach because I decided that's how Aloha Addie does the podcast. <laughs> So heads up I am probably going to change the day I load the podcast. So if you're on the email list, I will update you. If you're not, get over to addiebeal.com and get on the list where I try to keep you up to date of my happenings and special offerings, good stuff like that. So as we're heading into this next version of myself, I had this brilliant idea this morning, but before I start on that, I wanted to assure so many of you have reached out because of the fires going on in Maui right now, and I am not on Maui. I'm on the island of Oahu, uh, but I have to tell you, it's so different living over here in the islands. They really breathe as one. And uh, when when you're impacted out here, you are impacted as a community. So it's everywhere. We're all experiencing some aspects of it. Um, they're talking about moving people over temporarily from Maui to get help and assistance here. I applied to be a volunteer with Red Cross. One of my friends is running something. So um, if you follow me on social, you might see some updates on that. I haven't heard how I can help yet, but we can always use financial assistance if any of you that we're really curious, want to help out, um, I would just go to a Hawaii Red Cross and then you're kind of sure that's in the right hands to get it to people that are in disaster relief out here and need that help. The whole city of Lahaina burned down. So anyhow, I just wanted to assure you that Um, My family and I aren't there, but uh, we're definitely experiencing some of that emotional impact and looking at, hey, how can we help, that kind of thing. So all of that being said, what a journey to get here, moving back to Hawaii. And as I was walking the lagoon this morning, I really, when, when I decided to move back, which just happened toward the end of June. And it's really been calling me all year. And I can look back now and see how clear this path was for me to get here and to experience all the issues I experienced with my skin back in the mainland um, that I thought was Hawaii driven and really understanding that so much of it is about my internal state in my body and what healings I can have no matter where I reside. You know, there was a lot of mental blockage in there for me. And I've also been getting a lot of questions about, you know, hey, why'd you ever leave Hawaii in the first place? It looks beautiful. All of those things. So... This week, I decided I i really wanted to look at my life in numerology because I am creating this next future version of myself, and I've noticed so many synchronicities with my number year, where I'm at, so I'm going to play with some numerology here, and we've done this, we've played a little bit on the podcast with this before, but I decided to take my year like being 50 this year and I'm in a year two and I'll explain to you how to get your years too and you can just go look it up on the internet super easy I also use a numerology app uh, it's called numerology (laughs) that you can just go put your information in and find out all this stuff really simple too and you get like a daily forecast it tells you what colors to wear it's kind of fun so you know I'm always like with stuff like this, with kind of the more woo stuff, if you would, I'm always a little bit like, you know, I'm not sure of like what I totally believe, whatever. Like, I love, I need to have the science behind stuff. Or even with like the experience of the universe, the life force, energy, God, whatever, like, until I, meditated and I felt the divine connection for myself, it was just like something people would talk about. Like, I need that experience. And that's how you get wisdom, right? You have the knowledge, you have the experience of it, and then you're wise. So I thought, why not go back to my wise self, to my past self, and do a podcast on past, present, and future Addy versions and how I looked back at this. And so what I did was I took my birth, my age, 50, and in the next column in Excel, I just put my number year two and I went backwards from there. So I went all the way from 50 down to one, right? Zero, actually. And then I ran my numerology numbers down and then I went back in and I started to fill in Times I moved, when I graduated high school, when I graduated college, when I had my kids, major relationships, um, employment, um, mentors in my life. And I started to plot all of this on an Excel spreadsheet. And then I also noted, like major things that had happened in my life. And I've done this, a version of this exercise before, but for some reason, the way I laid it out this time and in my mind, it just really became clear. And maybe I'm just understanding it a little bit more and myself a little bit more. Because you guys, I want to be so intentional with how I create Aloha Addy, because now I'm understanding how to manifest more. That's what the past few years has really you know, creating the me first guide process. So I have the stability going back into a work environment and starting to just really look at, Hey, what's that next version of me? I want to manifest And Oh my gosh, you guys, so many ahas came out of this for me as far as like being an entrepreneur and going back to the job and what I was really seeking in relationships and jobs, all of that stuff. So I highly recommend taking time to do this if you dare. And if you have any questions, you can always just message me or email me and happy to help or share along the way. So, to get your um, birth year or your personal year, right, the year you're born, um, you take your month plus the date and then the di- year you were born. And this tells you your personal birth year number. And so this number, you know, each number signifies a different path in life. And I am a number five. So what I do is I'm born November 29th, 1972. So you take the 11 and you add it until you get a single digit. So that's a two. And then you take the 29 and you just keep adding it till you get a sig- single dish- digit. So, I take the two plus the nine, I get 11 and then I add them together and I get a two. So then I take the 1972, which if you add all four of those digits together, it's a 10, which reduces to a one. So I am a personal year five and five is all about transition. It's about Um, making big moves, changes, all of that, which if you know me makes so much sense, right? Like I love change. I embrace change everywhere in my work life, in my personal life, in my business life, in my health life like all of it is just like i'm like oh okay what can i do next right like how can i can i change and i think it's been a huge benefit to me on this transformation journey and throughout my lives creating all these different versions of myself That that's just part of my personality too Which also makes sense when I struggle with other parts of my personality, right? That you might be more inclined to. Like, for example, this year, I am in a year two, which is heavily focused on relationships. You know, to give you an idea, at year one, you are starting something new. This is like new beginnings. So last year, I started to go through this new beginnings phase, really like ending 49, heading into the 50, I'm heading into another new chapter of something coming. And I felt that so totally. And if you've been listening to me all year, I'm like, I felt like I was disconnected, that I wasn't hearing my messages, that I wasn't sure where I was going, which was so weird because I felt like, oh my God, I got my purpose. I'm in it, I'm lit, I'm aligned. This is it, this is what I'm meant to do. And then to feel like, okay, this is ending, what's coming next, and to know I'm not totally letting go of what I just spent the last four years creating toward the end of my nine-year cycle, right? I finished creating the Me First Guide, the Sisterhood. We've all been like on this journey together, the Heart Sing podcast here, This isn't meant to go away. I know I'm meant to keep sharing my story and I'm meant to keep growing, but it's going to look different. It's not going to be the same thing over and over. And a lot of that is because of my personality type, right? Like the wanting for change and always loving to do something different. So as I'm in this year two, focused on relationships, coming back here to this island to be closer to my youngest daughter who's starting high school. She's no longer getting out for our big adventures across America, right? Which was a big thing for me be able to do that for her, like show her what the United States, the lower 48 look like, because when you live in Hawaii, you might get away for a couple weeks, maybe and go see it. But we were in an RV traveling the country together, you know, while I was working, right? So we were able to go out and have all these great adventures. And I just would not change anything, anything in my life for anything because of how just wonderful it's been, even when it's like, been so difficult and uncomfortable, especially like leading up to this move back to Hawaii, just kept saying, it's all for my highest good. It's all for my highest good. When it felt like the world was being ripped away, that I was broke and there was no way I could even do anything. What if that RV didn't sell? I couldn't move anywhere. What was I thinking? right? And just seeing that now and reframing it. Okay, so back to the numerology. So you do the same thing to get your current year number, you guys. You take your, um, your birth month, your birthday, and then the current year, which is, we're in a year seven, which is a very, uh, spiritual year. It's a very one of a spiritual growth and connection. And I think we're seeing that as a society too. So it's hard talking outside. (laughs) There's like a lot going on. And there is wind and I feel like I'm really lispy. Like my mouth is like just watery. I know TMI, of course, here on the Heart Sing podcast, but so I want to share with you guys some things that came out of this wit for me It, it was just so cool to see every year five you guys remember I'm also a life path five that was the birth year I was talking about that's my life path that's the transition moving change my first year five I graduated high school Okay, and I moved to Southern Illinois to go to college. My second year five in 1999, I graduated college, I moved jobs, I stayed in the same city, but it was a big shift in my life, Um, you know, having finished my degree finally and like having that change. And I did move cities within Phoenix. I moved like totally changed my life within the city of Phoenix though. And then in 2008, also a year five, I moved to Hawaii. And that was, I look back and that was totally manifested. I started in a year nine doing some Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, uh, Jack Canfield. If you guys are into self-help, you probably recognize these names and I started doing vision boards and dreaming. And I remember I would just keep, I've always have had a thing about palm trees and beaches and all of that stuff. And then I met Moon, Millie's dad who was Hawaiian. Right. And we ended up getting married. That was like a year one, a marriage to him and um, ended up moving to Hawaii in the year five. So that whole first part of that era was that, you know, uh, like that whole manifestation of everything on that vision board. And um, Millie, and then in the next year five, which is 2017, and there's so much that happened in between, but I kind of want you to get an idea of the year fives, like how momentous this is. Right. So uh, looking back on this and using it to see, OK, you know, in 2026, which is a year five, I'm going to get antsy. Something's going to happen. Some catalyst is going to happen that is going to move me into big change. And so in 2017, that is the year I got the call from my mom, which I get a lot of questions about that. Why'd you move? And it was because my mom was really sick, stage four cancer. And I'm um, talking with Millie's dad and I decided to move back here and help her through that and ended up staying or back in Arizona. I guess I can't say here. So I moved back to Arizona and I ended up staying and then going off on my whole self discovery journey while showing Millie America and really overcoming putting myself in boxes. And it was almost like I empty nested early. And, you know, I have two children and they're really far apart in age. Lexi, who is like my best, my best and dearest friend now, right? She's 29. And then we have Millie who's 14. So it's like, I I just had these two separate lives with them almost, you guys, right? And So I moved back to Arizona. That was a year five. Can you just believe this? Right? Like they're all year fives. And every segment of that. So I ended up breaking it out into my 20s, my 30s, and my 40s. And so in my 20s, this was very – I was – I was a single mom. I was seeking love. I was also party-addy. I finished my degree in that time. Um, I always told Lexi, like, she saved my life because I think I was I was partying pretty hard, like, trying to figure out what I wanted, where I fit in, who I fit in with, who my friends were. And Lexi came along, and it was like, boom you know, and I was supporting us. I wasn't at home. I wasn't like in school. I was in the workforce. I was already in property management, which is my field. And I got serious, right? I'm like, here I have this child. And for like two years, I really did nothing. And then I I met one of my first mentors, which every segment I can see a woman came into my life that was a powerful woman that did to me, that was a mentor to me. And the first segment in those 20s and 30s was my friend Erin. I really looked up to her and how she lived her life and, you know, what kind of boss she was and how she led with just like such kindness and grace. And um, she had such a focus on health. And it's the first time I really started to understand. Like food combination and how to eat and health. And I started to get into health from that aspect, not just quick fad diets, but like starting to understand the science in my body. With her, I did um, Fit for Life, which was like a big juice and cleanse thing in the 90s. If you guys have heard of that, it was like Marilyn and Harvey Diamond or something like that. And I just, I felt so good, you know, and Lexi was young. I was a single mom until she was like eight until Moon came into our lives, right? And then, so that was my 20s. There was a lot of that seeking, you know, what my career. And, you know, I always thought I was going to be this businesswoman with this corner office and this jaguar and all of that. And then here comes this little pumpkin <laughs> to totally change how I had like envisioned my life going, right? So then we had into my 30s. And remember, I'm going back to look for um things that had happened that are impacting and showing up um it really pushed me through different ways and in, different into different paths in my life, right? Because like without Lexi, who who knows? I mean, she entirely changed my life. Here I was responsible for another human being, right? So I got very serious about my job, making money, supporting us, loving leveling our lives up as much as possible. And then in the 30s, what really came out for me in the 30s? I'm like, I really think i was trying to just fit in the box you guys you know what i mean by the box the marriage the career the home like putting these things together that i thought okay happiness must be over here in the picket fence so what if i'm doing it unconventionally i still need to seek and want those things and i'm not saying we don't but i think there was so much of that that was conditioning Right. So then I get married. I start like looking where, where do I want to live? Looking at homes. Like my whole vision board was that type of thing. Right. How can I advance in my career? How can I move forward with that? And toward the end of that cycle, you know, um, Millie was born and then Moon and I separate, separated and divorced shortly after that. That was like a year seven, a very spiritual year. And I ended up working for. Army housing, I was in Hawaii at this time, this is like 2010 or so, and I met the next big mentor in my life, uh, Suzette. And Suzette was my boss for, uh, man, like the next four or five years after this. And we just became such really close friends. And Aaron was my boss too, just so you know, like both of them were my bosses and are like my best of friends to this day and brought to me different things at those times in my life that I needed to see that I wanted. Like Suzette was always just so, um, just full of love and goofiness, silliness, but she was so smart. She could hang with like all all the big guys, right? She's like in the VP arena, but she was just cool, you know? And she would just hang with everybody and she just always um, looked amazing. She just always took care of herself so well. And so did Erin for that matter. Erin, if you're listening, you, you both did. You know, you just both have a, a really natural beauty and grace about you, but also um, were really, you know, focused in on, you, you just took care of yourselves and you looked great, you know? And Suzette really showed me so much of that, that I, that I wanted to become, you know, she was, there were, both of these women are tall too. I'm just thinking of this stuff as it's coming. So and they're both healthy, you know, focused on health, but thinner. And you know, I'd always just like all the things I had aspired to, but yet yeah, so cool and loving. And honestly, still to this day, my biggest champions, you know, always. They were always so supportive, and still are. And they're like if they, if they hear this, they're going to be like, I'm more amazed by you, right? Like that's, that's how that would go. But I just always looked up to them. And then I looked at this next segment in my life. And there was like in my 30s, when I was trying to fit in those boxes, I felt like I really lost me and my friends and all of that. The 30s were just really kind of, I was focused on my family moving to Hawaii, like all these big life moves, but I didn't really have that, um, that focus, it was on the cusp of like Aaron and Suzette era, if you will. <laughs> okay. So as far as female mentors go, that really popped out at me. And then I think for this last section, you know, my mom passing and getting closer to my aunt again to Mary that I've always looked up to. I just told her in our artist weight group in the abundance circle the other day, I said, I don't think you realize because she just took off and lived her life. You know, she moved across the country. And when you're a girl in a small town in mid-Michigan, And and if you don't have role models that are out there showing you how to just go live life, that you can go after your dreams, that you can get what you want, you're looking at these boxes, right? And I didn't ever, I don't want my children to think there's only boxes to go in. Like you need to be a lawyer, a doctor, you got to go to college. It has to look like this. It can look differently and you can be uber successful from any place, right? And define what success means to you. So in this segment, you guys, I, I'm like, okay, so is. Mary, the mentor for this whole next, the fifties, or are there more people coming? Or is it part of my little spiritual group I have now with, I'm doing a podcast tomorrow with Renee, by the way, you guys. So we're going to air that next week, which is going to be all about abundance and manifesting. And, um, I've got some fun stuff to share with you on that podcast too. So watch for that. That'll be out next week. But you know, is it part of that? Is it part of like, um, the support system I have just with women in, in general, with women's circles, with you heart singers, with the sisterhood, with the my small abundance circle, with the accountability groups I've had on the way, like really nurturing those relationships. And I also can look back in each segment of my life and see key relationships I had with friends around, right? Like with Um, Nick and Gabe, good friends of mine in my twenties, right? We were raising our kids together and we were all like part of this this group and my brothers were there. And then in my 30s, again, it was really focused on my nuclear family and like setting my life up from that place I thought it was supposed to be. And then my 40s were like a friggin' rebellion of that shit, right? Like, like, just like, but I didn't know I didn't realize it was, you know, I thought it was the job. And this became so clear to me. And this is what lit me up. I made a post and I just had like, just the emotion came over me as I was looking back and saying, you know, like my 40s, I I coined as like my entrepreneur. So my 20s, like Lexi's mom figuring out my career, right? That really defined it. And then my 30s were fitting in that box, creating, like trying to have that like perfect little family, perfect little home, perfect little life, Addie style, of course, but like really trying to fit in that box. And then the 40s were about like, Thinking that it was freedom from my job I wanted and that, oh my God, I haven't done all these things yet. And listen, I I still have things I want to do and goals I want to achieve and career path wise that are important, but it's just so different now because I think what I was really seeking you guys was freedom. Which is one of my core values, right? But I thought that freedom came from not doing the job, not having a 95, a nine to five, just being able to go where I want, when I wanted, and that that was freedom. And the truth is freedom existed right inside of me this whole friggin' time. So this year, as I was really struggling to connect with that and my path and myself, and you know, the, the dream that comes up over and over again and that the artist way is inspiring me again to just get acting on is being an author. It's all I've ever like. That and being a TV personality, (laughs) which I feel like I'm doing for you right now, right? Like those things are the, were always like my dreams that I haven't done yet. So I, I feel like Aloha Addie is both of those. She's, she's the author. She is like just the authentically sharing my life, you know? When I started this journey, sharing with all of you, finding my voice, this all started right after that year five, that move back to Arizona. It was the catalyst. My mom being sick was the catalyst of this major midlife change of me daring to dream and ask, what if it doesn't look like the box? How could I be the best mom ever across the ocean? What would be the most epic experience I could give my child to show her how to not put herself in a box, how to show up and like live authentically from her spirit now? I'm like, well, I would do it. I would live authentically from my spirit now. And how how does that show up? What does it look like? I was like, well, what if I get an RV and travel the country? And I'm musing all about this online. If you've been following me for a while, you might even remember those days where I was like, I'm going to get an RV and go out there and slay all you witches and bitches across the country. And then COVID happened. And I ended up in a year seven, the spiritual year on the floor of my rig, praying like, trying to figure out, I went to meditation school. I had such a spiritual year, you guys. I was like in like the Bhagavad Gita. I was like in this Indian spirituality deep, going to the Chopra Center, really getting connected with my true self, with understanding spirit and how to share that and talk about it with others, right? Having that experience a year seven, no, like how crazy that is, right? That happened, spiritual year, on my floor in the RV, couldn't go do anything else because of covid right it's just crazy so as i look forward to my future knowing that this freedom you guys is a state of mind this quality that is so important to me that might not be as important to you freedom right but if you're out, if you look at me and you follow me because you're like oh my gosh look at her i wish i could take off like that i wish i could just go do these things you know starting to pursue that leads you to what it's truly about. I don't think you find out what it's truly about. And if you haven't identified your core values, I have a podcast on that too. That's really good. I hope I'm going to be able to mute some of this wind because it's really windy and I'm getting a lot of background noise. So hopefully this isn't too much of a hot mess or you feel like you're at the beach with me because you are right now, you guys, like we are knee deep in it, toes in the sand. So freedom, right? If that's what it was about. Is about speaking my truth and not being in a box except the one I create and take an ownership of it. And this next nine years, this that I'm already in the year two is about me authentically creating and sharing and showing you how I'm going to create Aloha Addy, how I'm going to define, how I'm going to look to my past for the wisdom, but I'm going to stay in the present moment. I'm going to work and, and go to a job that is more structured and keep doing my business at the same time and keep losing weight and grow my relationships and balance that wheel of life a little bit more. And isn't that what our life path is about? Is about, you know, that wheel of life, you guys, that you'll see in like some of the planners and that you have health, finance, social life, career, family, growth, spirituality, relationship. You can see, you know, all of them have some aspect of that. And in the Me First Guide, we expand on that. Every single di- time I do a 90-day plan, I'm looking at these areas of my life. And I think we have this disillusion, that disillusion, is that a word? It is now. I think so. Disillusionment, <laughs> whatever, that we that we should be in balance. And no, I think we have these different phases. Like I can look back at these different phases in my life and see, oh my gosh, I was so focused on career here. I was focused on family. It's been a very spiritually awakening last, my forties were, right? And heading into my fifties with health and finance and all of it, re- family, life, possibly romance, relationships, like all of those things all coming together in this like beautiful kaleidoscope of this woman I am becoming. And so I am going to define her. She hits her goal weight and I don't yet know how she gets there, but I'm just keeping my ears open. You know, I'm watching. I'm going to be sharing with you guys. I need to go back to food prepping because I'm on the road. So that's going to be fun for all of us too, I think, you know, like just getting there. I got a little phone holder thing for my, um, my cell phone so I can talk to you guys online. So follow me at Namaslayer if you're not on Facebook, because that's where I tend to go live a lot and share from there a lot. And you can join on the ride with me. And also I'm almost finished with the Me First Guide planner course where you can go just order the planner and go through the process with me with the videos. And I'll do a podcast on that. Um, I'm hoping to finish that up tomorrow so that you can come do it with me, be on the ride, come in the sisterhood, start to work on the habits because this is all about me having created habits in the last five years, my transformation, right? Like losing the weight, all of those things. And that's been a common theme throughout my journey is is weight, right? Like my, uh, you guys know a lot of my story with that. If you're new here coming from a very overweight family and it always being such a passion of my, my dad died so young and was really overweight. My mom died young, like just wanting to be healthy and not die young if I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'm going to start wrapping this up now. I hope this was like sort of entertaining on your end, you guys. It's a lot of my stories in one, but I thought it was so fun to look at these years. I highly recommend. I can see relationships. Like, so here's what's coming up. So Aloha Addie, I'm going to define her style. I am defining her attitude. I'm defining her qualities, what's important to her. Like, and from what I think right now is my current self and talking to my future self. And I'm in this year two, I'm a baby. I don't yet know when I'm in a year nine, it's going to be the difference between this, those forties I talked about in the first part of it, I had just gotten my beach house. I was having all these amazing friends, friendships, parties. Um, We were just hanging out all the time. And I was like, I I ran this huge property, I was very work focused at the same time. And then my mom got sick and it shifted all of that into my spiritual awakening, into my weight loss, into finding meditation, into creating these tools to help me on this next journey of my life, right? Like without the me first guide, without that process and writing you guys, I would not be as confident of myself heading into this phase where I'm going to be working and running my business and loving my family and creating more relationships actively, like living life, like balls out authentic from my heart and soul for maybe the first time ever in my life, like who I truly am and learning to listen to myself more, listen to that intuition and move forward. So year one is done, right? New beginnings was really last year starting to, it was, and it was the closing down. I finished the me first guide process. I finished the coaching and I was, I was really thinking of focusing more on that. And it just like, I kept not being able to finish it. Like something wasn't right. So, heading into this and moving here to Hawaii, seeing how that was all just part of my path now. So this year two being relationships, year three is um, also a year of energy and beginnings. And as I move forward into next year, starting, I think, to kick off author Addie, how does it look to unleash my creativity in that way? And almost like reality showing, on Namaslayer, but writing my memoir, writing my story of transformation and really those five years that were so key into the weight loss and the finding of self and all of those things that at midlife we're experiencing right now and sharing my story for inspiration. And because it's my dream to write a book and to do it for the sake of creating the art, for the sake of writing, right? And not doing any of this for anything other than I want to share, I love to learn, and I love to share, and I want to inspire as many women out there to do it themselves too, and to come do it friggin' with me. Because that was clear looking back in my path too, you guys. I was um, always the team captain, you know, I was athlete of the year, I was always the manager, I was always, I'm always like running the show, building teams, right? Like, but from a very team aspect, it was never just me. And I think being an entrepreneur, that can be challenging when you go from being a team person and having team all the time and then just being you. So I know as I head into this next section, whether I am so friggin' excited to work again I can't even tell you how this is a hundred percent the right direction for me to go to get a job. I'm excited to see people again. I'm so excited to ignite a team again, and I know, like, as I continue my entrepreneur j- journey, at the same time, whatever that's going to look like when my business flushes out in the end, it will either be some huge, like, I. I had that image of the witches and bitches circle, right? It was like this this team that was going to be in this circle that we were just going to be like helping so other many other women. And maybe that's what's happening with my other spiritual group with, you know, we've got um, Lisa Drake, who's a life coach in there. We've got Ginny, who's also a life coach, focusing on Ascension. Renee Spears, my spirit guide mentor, and, you know, that we're doing the podcast, and, and Kelly, my... Dear friend, you know, who is also an inspirational speaker and writer and uh, these amazing women that we've been together. Maybe it's part of that somehow. I don't know. But I am here to create that vision and and, uh, paint the the picture in on that over the next nine years, you guys. It's going to be so crazy to see what comes out. Just crazy. Because the universe, for sure, there's going to be stuff in my path that are going to be difficult, they are going to be uncomfortable, that are going to push me to grow to that next level, right? So we, mark your calendar, girls, you guys, in 2026, I'm going to want to move somewhere. It's my next year five. So we've got like three years and then Millie graduates in my year six, so 2027. So I'm going to want to move the year before, but I'll be rooted here because she graduates, right? And then year seven, I head into another spiritual year, soul searching, and I'm wrapping up whatever this is. So hopefully by then I will not hopefully, I'm going to have my book written. I have no idea what that looks like, but I can't believe I'm saying it. I know I've been talking about it on here forever, but that's how goals happen, you guys. You talk about them. You know, we're the only ones that put these big time restrictions on it. Like you get upset with yourself. You haven't lost 100 pounds in a year. So friggin' what? I'm not upset it took me 50 years to lose 100 pounds, right? I'm ecstatic I did it. And I look back and I think, see all the magic that came out of it, all the things that happen that make it so friggin' special. So, what else did I want to share with you guys on this? Um, that was the big thing, I think really for me was seeing those fives and seeing those move shifts, seeing the relationships, seeing how the mentors came into my life when I need them, seeing the relationships, my personal relationships with um, the men that i 've been close to in my life, what did I needed to, to see and learn from them about myself at the time? All of that is so friggin clear when I lay it out on this timeline and um, my sense of adventure, loving change. I can see it throughout my work history. I would like, I, I used to always laugh as soon as I'd fix a property, I'd be off to the next one. It's just what I did. I built teams and I built properties. I i created a procedure manual at one time, which is so funny because now I wrote a planner, right? Like, here's how we do it, you guys. Here's how you find your true self every single day. So, okay, with that loud ass Yeah, not golf cart looking thing that just passed. I'm going to shut this down. (laughs) And I will see you guys next week on the podcast with Renee and I will let you know what day I am going to plan to show up every week to make sure the podcast is to you because I think with my new job coming, I'm probably going to become a weekend podcaster unless I'm a car podcaster. So I will let you know how that shakes out. Again, follow me over on Namaslayer on Facebook if you're not already and Instagram at Addie Beal underscore Namaslayer. Like comment review share with people that want to be on the Aloha Addy ride with me I appreciate it all you guys and I can't thank you enough for your support and your undying faith in me and love and it's just so much fun to be on the ride with you so more soon as I create Aloha Addy coming up and I'll see you next week Slayer out